Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. Spoilers, I am Adam. This is my first time speaking today, and as you can probably imagine by the sound of my voice. But here we are. Um So we're talking about Peacemaker. Episode four of Peacemaker is now out and ready, and you know, here it is. Um now unlike Book of Boba Fett, I watched this episode twice. You're probably asking why, because I saw it a little early and then couldn't talk about it until it was out. And then I wanted to watch it a second time to make sure my thoughts were clear. Um, I think I teased a little bit last week some of the action in this episode is really great. I really love um, John Cena um, in this episode. He's really funny um, doing his usual, like, he's doing the usual thing, but also when he's just going through and mowing people down, it's really fun. Um, we get to see Gunn, you have to play with some of his, you know, roots, you know, his roots working at Trauma and doing, you know, horror, um, and gore and stuff like that. We get to see, he gets to really lean into that, um, and that's, you know, fun. Um, what else was there? Um, let's see, uh, I also like this, you know, what this show does that a lot of other shows don't is that that action sequence would have been the end of the episode for a lot of other shows. And that's a perfectly fine way to cap off an episode. And it's entertaining, and it's fun to watch, and, you know, all of that good stuff. Totally fine idea. My pro like, not problem, but, like, it's interesting that they don't end off the episode with that, they, it's kind of like the middle of the episode, where we have some action before it, with some really funny moments, where John Cena is just listing off famous people that could have been framed for the crime, instead of his dad, um, and it's like, you know, but, like, besides that, um, like, and then them going, and, and arguing about glam metal, and that's, that's, I think, one minor complaint I have about this show, um, and really it goes into a lot of what Gunn does in general, like, I understand the, you know, the love of music. I completely understand it. Um, and I do like that Peacemaker has set himself apart from Peter Quill in that they both don't like the same type of music. Um, where, you know, Peacemaker is very metal-oriented. Um, where, where, you know, like glam metal, metal, hair metal, all that kind of cool stuff. Meanwhile, on the other side, you have, you know, Peter Quill, who's more, you know, classic rock of the 70s, uh, even going back to the 60s in some cases. Um, so that's what his mom liked. And I think that that's an interesting kind of thing. It's just, it can get repetitive 
if your lead and everything is always like, oh, and here's the music I like, and here's how much, and, and I realize coming from me, that's ironic, considering that's kind of what happens in, you know, um, what's it called, uh, three of my books, but it, it is kind of something where it's like, you know, this is now, like, this is the, like, you know, they didn't really have a chance to do it in the Suicide Squad, um, but here, now that they're doing it here, it's kind of like, oh, okay, so this is what your thing is, and it kind of, to an extent, replaces character development, um, of, of the character, um, in a weird way, where it's like, look, we're not, we're not learning anything about the character, we know what kind of music he likes, but, you know, we can kind of think of that as his character development, and, and that's kind of a weird thing, um, I like that they, they kind of come into their own as a team in this episode, um, and they, they do kind of learn to trust each other, even though they, they don't really trust each other, um, and, uh, like, it, the entire thing with the, um, like, the whole thing is very well done, I really like the whole, uh, like, the whole episode, I think that, you know, the, the, the minor graph about the music, um, being, you know, Christopher Smith's soul thing is, you know, minor at best. And I do like when they, whenever they do the thing where they take characters who hadn't really interacted in the past and pair them off and give them time together. Um, and this episode does that very well when they put um, Harcourt and um, Vigilante together. Um, even though they don't really get to interact too much because that's mostly during a fight. Um, and then putting Adebayo together with, with Peacemaker um, is good too because Adebayo, despite being Amanda Waller's daughter, doesn't get a ton of time to, you know, grow into her own and, and, and be her own character and, and do anything really. Um, she doesn't get too much development, I don't think. Um, and that's also a little bit of a problem. Um, I, I'm not going to concede that it's not. Uh, they need to, like, that character needs a little bit more room to grow, um, and I think this is the most dialogue she's had across, you know, all five of the episodes so far, um, which, you know, is what it is, um, what else was there with this, um, yeah, this episode felt very, you know, well contained and very well, you know, it, like, if this was released on its own, and it was just, here's a mission about this. It feels like this would be a jumping on point for someone who hasn't watched up until this point, but it's only five episodes in, so, out of eight, so, you know, kind of makes sense. I'm still a little hazy about how Judo Master fits into this whole thing. Um, that's the only, that's, I think, the biggest gripe I have with this show, is that Judo Master's role is not clearly defined. Like, I don't know what, what, he wasn't in this episode, but, like, in the past, he's kind of just there. Um, I don't think that there's a clear reason as to why he's there. Um, besides the fact that he's working for the guy who was a butterfly, but at that point, what difference does it make? Because it's like, you know, 
that person is dead anyway, and if we really want to get into the semantics of the situation, like, you know, Judo Master, I, I don't think Judo Master is a butterfly, um, he might be, I feel like that'd be a diminishment to a character if he was, um, because it's like, oh, well, you know, he's got the strength, he's, he's this strong, he's this good, he's kind of like, you know, the way they described him, they kind of described him as, like, Taskmaster, it's like, oh, he's only as good because he's a butterfly, feels a little weird, um, and I think if there's one complaint I have about the show, it's the costuming is not great, um, I, I think that's a minor gripe, like, whenever we see, like, Peacemaker looks great, but whenever we see, uh, Vigilante, I'm not a huge fan of the Vigilante outfit, um, I also, in fairness, was not a fan of the Vigilante outfit on Arrow, I thought that was too techie, I guess, to, uh, like, too much going on, um, like, I, I, I don't think either of them really works, but I think that there was definitely a better option to be, to be had than, um, that, so, I, I, I don't know, I feel like there were, there were better options on the table, they just weren't taken for whatever reason, um, maybe they want to go with, like, the homemade look, um, which, you know, more power to them, I guess, um, so, look, good for them, if that's what they want to do, I'm just not a huge fan of it, um, let me see, what else was there, um, yeah, the constant DC references are interesting, like, um, there's a reference to, um, what's it called? To, to Superman having a, a, a shit fetish, which is, you know, it's one of those things where it's like it's a constant reminder these other characters exist in this world, where it's like, okay, so why is the Suicide Squad, the team getting hurt, not the Suicide Squad even, but like, this one guy is the only one they're sending out to handle this, why is that a thing, but not you know, sending out the entire, like, Justice League, or, like, or, like, I think that that's kind of a problem this show has, um, and that is, you know, if you have to sit here and reference all these other characters, where are they, and why are they not helping? Like, you know, they, they reference Batman a lot, but, like, if there's someone who, maybe not the DCEU Batman, who took, uh, the better part of a movie to figure out that the White Russian was a boat, not a person, but, you know, there is an interesting question to be had about what can be done in this, in this sphere, um, where we're not going to use the big DC characters, we're going to reference them a lot, but they could be useful in the situation, like, I don't have a problem with them referencing Batman and Shazam, and then not having Batman there, but it's like, oh, here's the Batarang that I got, it's a real Batarang from Gotham City, and it's like, I don't have a problem with that, because, you know, these are a bunch of kids fighting a, a, a guy who has, you know, the, like, the power of gods, like, it, they're not, it, it makes sense to me that they're not going to call in Batman to help, um, but in a case like this, where they're trying to do that, and this is in continuity, whether we like it or not, with, um, what's it called, with, 
the first Suicide Squad movie. Um, so because of that, we, we do have to kind of, like, they could bring in Batman because Waller has worked with Bruce Wayne before to give him information on the metahumans Barry Allen and was it Aquaman or was it I don't remember if it was Aquaman she gave him information on or um, or Cyborg but it was definitely the Flash I know it was definitely the Flash um, so what else was there that I wanted to address um, this is not Peacemaker related but it was a thought I had yesterday while listening to a podcast, like, you know, it's only tangentially related, but, you know, Colin Trevorrow was supposed to direct Star Wars Episode Nine, and then, um, Book of Henry came out, and they panicked, and Lucasfilm, and fired him from, from Episode Nine. Um, there was a similar situation at Warner Brothers, um, where what's it called, um, they, they hired Zack Snyder to direct Man of Steel, before Man of Steel came out, he did Sucker Punch, and I wonder what the world would be like now, or what we would have gotten, if they fired him off Man of Steel and hired a different director for Man of Steel, um, where would we be, how would that go, um, interesting to me to see what men who would have directed Man of Steel if Zack Snyder didn't. Um, and it's one of those things where it's like, we get these situations all the time where we get, end up with movies that we're like, oh, that's weird. Like, and, and we end up with two bad movies instead of either of them being good. Like, um, Michael, uh, Brian Singer, who, oof, uh, he was going to direct, um, what was that movie? Um, he was going to direct X-Men 3. Um, he left X-Men 3 to do Superman Returns, and then we ended up with, uh, Brett Ratner doing, um, X-Men 3, and neither of those movies were any good. It would have been interesting to see how that would have turned out if, um, what's it called, if he, uh, if, if he had stayed on and directed that movie as originally intended. Um, would have been interesting. It would have been a little, like, you know, thing to see how that turned out. Uh, what else was there? There was one other one. One of the big ones. Um, I don't remember what it was off the top of my head. Um, oh, yeah, and Trevorrow's, you know, Star Wars. It would have been interesting to see what Episode Nine would have looked at, would have looked like, in a world where, um, Trevorrow had directed Episode Nine. I think that it could have been more interesting. Um... And it, it would have been certainly a better movie than we got with The Rise of Skywalker. Um, so just something to think about that I, I thought about yesterday while listening to a podcast um, that's not mine. Um, so, so yeah. Um, to wrap up on Peacemaker, though, um, the series does continue to uh, get better from here, I can say, having seen episode six and seven. Um, so look forward to that, um, starting next week. Um, what else was there? Uh, I don't think there is really anything else. Um, and look, I'm not saying that the show is make or break over to costuming. I feel like it's a, uh, you know, 
it's a minor gripe, if there is a gripe to be had, um, that the costuming is not great in the show. It's, it, like, for Vigilante, and it's, you know, Vigilante could have been better, but, you know, if that's the only complaint there is to be had, then the show is pretty fucking great. So, good for them over there at DC. Um, uh, what's his name? Seems to think that there is a good chance that it gets a season two. Uh, James Gunn seems to be thinking that season two impending, um, which would be cool. I'm fine with that. Um, and then, uh, yeah, it actually is making me more interested in some of the other shows that they've announced, but that are in development, um, but are not yet, you know, done. Like, I think that this raises the bar for, like, you know, the Gotham Central show or the, uh, the other one. Has Gotham Central even started shooting it? I don't think so. Um, I don't think it's called Gotham Central either. I just call it Gotham Central. Um, but either way, whether or not it is or it isn't, I don't think it has started shooting yet. Um, which, not the biggest deal on the planet. Um, if it hasn't. Uh, what else is there? I think that's really it. Um, yeah, I'm just keep saying um until the end of the episode. If I don't wrap it up. So, tonight, I am anticipating seeing GameStop Rise of the Players, which is the documentary about last year's GameStop thing, uh, stock thing. Uh, I was just see Flea uh, on Saturday, but there is a snowstorm pending. And I'm trying not to be, um, you know, killed in a snowstorm overseeing a movie, so, we're going to do, um, what's it called, we're going to do, uh, we're going to do that next week, um, next week I think is pretty light, oh no, next week is, uh, Jackass Forever and, um, Moonfall, and worst person in the world. All of that next week. Jesus Christ, that's a big fucking week. Uh, we'll figure it out, though. I'm not gonna not see Flea. This Flea has piqued my interest for a long time. If anything, Jackass Forever is gonna fall off. Um, because that's not exactly something that is, you know, tremendously important to see. And it's more important for me, for my own, like, you know, coverage and all of that to, to cover you know, lesser-known foreign films and things like that that uh, maybe, you know, raise those up. Because, I mean, if, if you think Jackass is funny, you're going to see Jackass forever. I don't think I need to sit here and be like, well, what are they commenting on the human condition of in Jackass forever? It's like, I, I don't know. Um, it, it feels like not a waste of time to cover it, but it feels like a movie that doesn't exactly need to be covered immediately. Um, in the same way that the other two are. Um, so, this week, um, definitely going to be seeing, I think, The Worst Person in the World. It, it depends, because The Worst Person in the World may not be coming out by me. Um, if it's not, then obviously I will not be covering it, for, you know, obvious reasons. Um, I think that's it. Um, so yeah, so we'll wrap up there for today, well, for this morning, um, in this Peacemaker discussion, and... Maybe tonight, um, we will be seeing, uh, Game
GameStop, Rise of the Players. If games, and and I think that you know the title alone is making me hesitant based on the reality of what happened. But we'll discuss that more later, um, and that will be tonight at uh, I don't know nine o'clock, um, depending on how uh, how the snow is today. That's going to be the big determining factor. If there, if no episode goes up, then. Uh, the snowstorm has come earlier than expected, but I'm monitoring the weather forecast, and that will be the deciding factor here in whether or not I, um, you know, I go see that movie tonight. So, uh, yeah. So until then, have a great rest of your week. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet, but if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details.